0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Follow Leader Podcast, man. I'm your host, Leader Johnson, man. It's it's big things going on, man. I think think it's a lot of uh, misunderstandings. Looking at this team, man, uh, top to bottom, um, we can talk about some things. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Titan win. Now, what that does, man, it's crazy how... The guy just got fired right after the loss, right? Like, <laughs> like, there had to be, you know, when the organization goes back, it's a kick in the face. You fired. I can't believe you traded A.J. Brown. I mean, they just let him go. Just let him go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you get a first round pick and this first round pick, you know, you get trailing burks, but whew. I mean, just to see what type of receiver AJ Brown became in front of your face and what he did to you, that gets you fired. Before the season even ends, it's crazy how you fire somebody, y'all gotta win and see. That's how you know that was a bad decision by Tennessee. You fire somebody and the season is going good. <laughs> like I don't even get that part. Like, the season was going, you have a winning season going on, even without AJ Brown, and you fired. Like, that's that's how personal they probably felt about that. Everybody wasn't really agreeing with that. AJ Brown was like, he wanted to stay, and now he's the big star of the league. You know what that could have done for Tennessee? He, he's like, looking at the receiver, he's the best receiver in the league this year. He's, he's hands down the best receiver in the league. I mean, you can you can argue who's the best MVP or the best quarterback between Hurts and Mahomes this year. You know, because that's what it's been, Hurts and Mahomes. If anybody knows, that's who it's been this year. It's either Hurts or Mahomes, the best quarterback. They're the MVP candidates, it's on. But Brown has been the best receiver in football. He has been the most dominant receiver in football. I mean, he, the things he's done this year as a receiver have been unbelievable. And Tennessee has to be kicking themselves in the butt. Looking at it, we're four. We could have kept him with Tannehill and Henry. To to look at that situation now, the only way that works is if Brown doesn't have a good season. And then you see when he just he just bullied Tennessee. And you just go in there and say, listen, man, we got to let you go, man. Um, <laughs> you know, after that long, you just go and sit the like, oh, my God, we just got humiliated. Fire his ass! Fire his ass! <laughs> that was, but um, and then you are looking at the the anal- uh, ESP analytics and they're saying that the Cowboys are fifty percent. Cowboys have a—you got to give it to them. they have a—they have a fan base that to me is more, is larger than Philadelphia's. They're everywhere, man. For them to for them to have the audacity to say that the Cowboys have a fifty percent chance—it makes no sense over Philly makes no sense. You could say well, Philly lost, Philly still is 11-1. and one. Like, you can't put that team over. It's, it's impossible, especially knowing the, the the struggles they've had. They had to do to, to, to whatever they do, right? Do whatever Dallas does. They, they they had an unbelievable fourth quarter, right? But they were still struggling at one point, 21-19, right? And they just finally exploded, right? And which, you know, Indianapolis, we know is not that great of a team. Uh, the, the surprising part is 17-16 to 16 when Philadelphia won but they still came back which is a great comeback for Hurts alright then you look at Minnesota they whooped them after Philadelphia shut this team down you know now they're saying well they had more points makes no sense you know the thing is the team that they beat Philadelphia has beat okay but Dallas lost to Green Bay. Nobody's gonna talk about that. Nobody's gonna say, "Oh, well, Dallas lost. To Philadelphia also beat the team that Dallas lost to." Or we, or, or, okay, we lost to Washington, but we have one loss. F- Dallas has a couple losses. They have three. Oh, Cooper, Cooper, don't. I don't want to hear about the Cooper Rush thing. I don't want to hear about who lost. Didn't wasn't they losing when Dak was in there? Listen. This. Look at this. Look at the outlook of all this. And you're going to tell me through this whole year because of this little, this little last two games, a couple games that you're going to say that they're better than Philadelphia throughout this season. This is crazy right now. Um, I, I say the Pro Bowlers. There's so many of them. is definitely a Pro Bowler. Uh, Josh Sweat, Graham can be Pro Bowlers. Cox can be one. But is definitely one. Um, Reddick is one, Edwards is one. Uh I think Bradbury and Slay are, are Pro Bowlers. I think Chauncey Garner Johnson should be a pro bowler. On that defense, that should be it. That should definitely be it. Like like if if nobody else is pro bowlers, it's Hargrave, it's Edwards, it's Bradbury, Slay, and it's Garner Johnson. Now, that's five on the defense. Now you can you could possibly go. Sweat or Graham. You can go Cox. All of them guys have been super. Then you can go... You can go... The offense, like I said, it's three guys. Somalo who I've never seen even get an alternate as a pro bowler. Isaac Samola and um, Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. They have been there since the, the, the Super Bowl era, and they have continued to be the best at their position. Lane Johnson giving them no sacks. Kelsey's giving up no sacks. has giving up no sacks. This year, um, Dickerson's given up one, and, and um, Malada's giving up five. Okay. That's a phenomenal. That's a phenomenal job by offensive line, man. And not to mention the number one rushing attack in the league. We're talking about pass. That's passing part. You know, giving you know, up five sacks in twelve games is, is 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 good. You know, it's good to give up one sack. But he's all. I mean, has already been a game changer. And Landon Dickinson giving up one. So so that's that's the on the passing part. Then you talk about the running part. The number one in the league. So this is definitely the best offensive line in football. You got three linemen who don't give up a sack. Nobody, they don't give up a sack. I mean, one gives up one. Dickinson gives up one. He's definitely a. a this is an unbelievable line. A lot of five sacks. This is an unbelievable line. And not to mention that they're deep. But we're also looking at Hurts. So that's four. Sanders. That's five. Brown at six. Um, where do you go after that? I don't think Goddard deserves one, but man, isn't it hard? If, if, if Devontae Smith, Philadelphia's going to have two re- two receivers because they have four games left. Um, I think, what, Brown needs 50 yards to catch a 1,000, and, and we're talking about at least th- 300 yards in four games that he has to get that uh, Devontae Smith has to get. At the most, for 300 yards, he has to get. You know, um, I think he gets that. I just think he gets that. Look at Devontae Smith and what he's done. I, I always thought he was going to catch for 1,000. Goddard got hurt. That's why his his stats now went down. But Goddard has been a sensational this year. Um, Chris Watkins, man, listen. You're going to have to give a little bit more respect to quiz Watkins. Man, he has caught touchdowns in the last two, two of the last three weeks. Um, Big-time player. And in two weeks, they played Dallas. And i just say this. The defense, Dallas is a great team. But Dallas was a great team when they played Philly. I mean, they didn't come in there. Everybody act like that. Philly came in there and just dominated them. No, that was a hard-fought game. Dallas came in there, they tried to come back, but Philadelphia just couldn't be denied. Now you're going against them again. They said, oh, Dak is back. Well, Philadelphia has Sue and Joseph. They have Sue and Joseph. And Davis is back. Just remember that. Now you're asking that. I remember Keyshawn Johnson said, well, they have Dak back. Well, they have Sue, Joseph, and Davis. (laughs) So just remember that. They have Sue, Joseph, and Davis. Just remember that when you're talking about who they have back. They have Sue, Joseph, and Davis. Those That's the trenches. Dak is going to have to deal with that. Their offensive line is going to have to deal with that. You can talk about how deep you are as a line, but how much depth do you have to deal with? How much depth do you have to deal with? You you have to get that running attack rolling before Dak gets going. If he don't go, you're going to have to get that passing attack going, and they have two shut-down corners there. So, in the pass versus coming, what is that going to do against two, three more guys that are going to be coming at him opposed to the other f- five who have been being havoc? Six been being havoc. Now you've got three more guys. It's going to be a field day for Philadelphia. You're going to know who the best team in the league is clearly after that game. If Philadelphia doesn't go in there and win that game, then, no, they're not going to get my Super Bowl bid. Yes, we're going to go back to Dallas, all that. Philadelphia should go in there really and trash them. Like, I understand there are some good teams in the league, but Philadelphia has the talent. This is the scary part. They have the talent to win a game either by a close game or a blowout on any team in the league. On any team in the league. They can either have a close game or have really have their best game, have a close game, a team plays tough. But if they play their best game, they're blowing out most teams. Philadelphia has handled every uh, opponent with a winning record this year. I mean, Washington, Washington was the only team that got them. They're a team with a winning record. Everybody talks about, oh, Washington beat them. Washington has a winning record. Washington has a winning record. The one team that beat them has a winning record is in the playoff hunt. We're talking about not, like, by 500. They have two games over 500. So, what are we talking about right now? This is simply impossible to me, and by the, by the time uh, the playoffs start, it's going to be scary because Robert Quinn will be back. Everybody talks about Robert Quinn. He's on injury reserve for four weeks. This is, listen, this is not a, a time for concern. This is a perfect time to put a, a key player on injury reserve to rest because you got, got you don't need him right away, but you're going to need all that depth you're to, because all these guys are now off of the season. Chauncey Ch- Ch- Gardner-Johnson is coming back. Dallas Goddard will be back for the playoffs. Robert Quinn will everybody will be back for the playoffs everybody it's a scary team the Philadelphia Phillies also look scary that is ridiculous they're really spending money they're spending money man Dave Dombrowski listen he, he's he's like how he rolls he's all in he wants this World Series he almost got there he's tasting it you got Tawan Walker you got Matt Strom you got Trey Turner, like, Jesus, that team itself, top to bottom, look at it, Castellanos, his resume, his whole career, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, look at Brandon Marsh being a top prospect all these years, being a a, a talented baseball America top, one of the best prospects in the minor league, and now look at him, look what he's doing. Bryson Stott, Alec Baum, look what they're doing as young guys that can't, they were number one prospects at one time with the Phillies. Look at them now. JT Ramuto, Reese Hoskins. This is this is an unbelievable team. And what you could see with guys like Dalton Guthrie, Carlos de la Cruz, Nick Maytime, Derek Hall coming up, Rafael Murkin, Look, look for him. Phillies have some young. Phillies really have young players behind young players, like behind Merkin is Ricardo Perez. Uh, You still got Justin Justin Crawford back in Johan Jose Rojas as a guy back in the outfield. You know, Ethan Wilson. So many. Now you look at this minor league, and now you can kind of readjust it, readjust it, get into things, see just how good this team is. You can kind of readjust this team, and, and instead of just like waiting for guys from the minor league to come up, now you're just waiting for the season to start. So the Phillies have a a bullpen. I mean, a starting rotation of Taewon Walker, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and right Ry- Ranger Suarez. That is an unbelievable four. And then who's going to be the fifth? Billy Falters in there. Um, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. I wouldn't be surprised if Andrew Payne had just won the job out of spring training. And that's what I'm rooting for. I think he's a phenomenal player. I cannot wait to see him pitch. If you get this guy and you put him on a rotation with his stuff, that is a that is a very dominant five. You still got David Robertson. You still got Serenity Dominguez. You still got Jose Alvarado. You still got Biladi so many guys on it on their bullpen and it's gonna be more it's gonna be more guys you're gonna see the Phillies sign more bullpen on because they know how important it was. Um, it's just, it's just it's a big thing to look at. Um, with the Phillies, uh, if you look at the Braves and the Mets and all those teams that are kind of, Phillies are going to be so hard to beat. They're going to be so hard to beat. I mean, I can see this team starting off ten and zero because they've already played together. This team's already played, so now they come in. The only guy in there new is Trey Turner and the pitcher Walker. So now this team is even more ready from the World Series to really, it's really going to be something to see who starts out high because they got so many good hitters. I mean, Houston Astros had a hell of a time with the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a six seed team. But look how good, look at this roster, look at this six seed roster. It's going to be a lot to see with this team, just how good they are. Um, Philadelphia Eagles game against the Giants. I just feel like this will be a blowout. I think this is the time of the season when Philadelphia starts really putting their stamp down on just how good of a team they are. And I think if you look at the uh, Eagles, And where they are as a team, I just think that it's on now. Because now you, you see so many guys making moves and so many. You're, you're going to start seeing Sue and Joseph get sex. You're going to start seeing that. You're going to start seeing it happen more and more. You, if, if you look at Sue and Joseph and what they do, they get around the quarterback. They they get to, they're helping the defensive line. They're a heck of a team, man. Like it's real hard to run on Philadelphia. And when Big Jordan Davis gets in there, oh, uh, things really change. They really start change. All right, y'all. Listen, this, this is Lita Johnson. Just wanted to, a quick stop talk about the Eagles and the Phillies. Trey Turner's here. Another stars in Philadelphia. Stars are stars. Love coming to Philadelphia. They want to come play in Philadelphia. It's a sports town. It's contagious. I mean, we talk about the city, but city lives. The city has city lives. I mean, you're gonna go everywhere and stuff happens. But where is? Where do they love you at? Philadelphia loves the stars. All right, it's one thing I wanted to uh, collaborate on. Um, you know, Cameron has a um, it is what it is sports show coming. Shout out to Cameron, and I wanted to comment on one thing. What well, I heard one subject about Ben Simmons, and I mean, what, what do you say? I, I, it's really hard. Just, I think um. It's a bad situation for him because he's he's where things are not as they're supposed to be. There's not a chemistry on their team. It's not. I mean, Ben Simmons has. Then you're going from Philadelphia to New York now, and somebody's going to say something from New York because you know just like Philly, you know New York is vocal. And I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Ben Simmons was uh, one of the best two-way players in the league, consistent pass. And he was on a team where, you know, you could do your thing until playoffs come, and then, you know, they depend on you to drive the ball or score. But Ben Simmons is a good two-way player, man. He's one of the best in the league. But he's not even been that type of player this year for Philadelphia. I mean, he could at least get like 12 assists. I could see if he was getting 12. We're talking about shooting. He can score 10 points a game. If he can get 10, 12, and 10 right now, which should be his biggest thing, like that should be it for you. You you can get two blocks. You can get two steals. You can get all that because of your size. But he's not even doing that. So I don't even know what to say about Ben Simmons. And I understand the frustration because you're looking for a big three in Brooklyn, and you go go see Ben Simmons play, and it's like it's a deer in the headlights sometimes. It is. He's he's totally a shell of himself from Philadelphia. So, we'll we'll just see what happens on there. I mean, I I, I dig Cameron, but, you know, he is who he is. And the big thing about that is that, like, when are you going to be at least that guy that was with Philadelphia? I mean, when the Sixers beat them without any big three, and they had their big three, I think that's that. That's the call of the whole team. I mean, I don't know if you could talk Ben Simmons. I don't think nobody knows what to do with Ben Simmons except for Brett Brown. And Doc Rivers did the best he could do with him, like he always does with players. But Brett Brown was the person who put him in the power of this point guard position, you know? So... It's a, big, it's a really big if of what happens. I think the order for Brooklyn to even move on, that, that particular franchise, that they might have to move on from Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I think they should have went ahead and took trades and did what they were supposed to do. Built their team around Ben Simmons and, and then went, went in the draft. They had two players where they can just get you so much they can get for both players. This team could have stacked up for the future. Started over. Instead, now they're a team that, that they want to, oh, we want to win this shit. No, it just is a, this was a backwards move for y'all to even trade for everybody. James Harden, you know, like they say, he was in the playoffs. At least he was in the playoffs last year. But, you know, he was in there, he played. But see, Brooklyn got swept. It's unbelievable. Unbelievably, I got swept. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people in New York are frustrated. You know, you got Brooklyn, and you go see them, and then you know, here comes, you know, the disappointment. So I'm out of here, y'all. Uh, follow Leader. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow Leader.